five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Miglosh for the WDMA, and we're going to be talking about design today, e-commerce. It's going to be fun. I think so. Let's hang on. Let's go over to this. But first, let's have some fun here. Uh, this is a uh, a reprise of an older commercial. Let's see if I can get the older one queued up. Here it is from 1990. Good morning, Miss. Full moon. Full moon. Half moon. Half moon. Mm. Total eclipse. Total eclipse. Good. Uh, now, let's do it one more time. Full moon. Full moon. McVitie's Jaffa Cakes. Delicious. Okay, so those that's the re, that's the one from 1999, and this is Bonnie Tyler, whose biggest hit was a was a song called "Total Eclipse of the Heart," which goes on and on and on. And uh, I actually watched half of it. Here she goes. Hello, I'm Bonnie Tyler, and I'm obsessed with eclipses. I even sang a song about them. But it turns out that most people have no idea how they occur. Every now and then, there's a lunar eclipse. But how do they happen? Let's imagine this Jaffa cake is the moon. There are three types of eclipse. You've got the lunar eclipse, the solar eclipse, and then there's the total eclipse of the heart. When the Earth is situated between the moon and the sun, it creates a shadow. And when it looks like someone has just taken a bite out of the moon, that's a partial lunar eclipse. (laughs) Now let's recap. Full moon. Half moon. Total eclipse. No, I don't think that's quite the product feature that the uh, first one was. I'm not sure what it'll do. But anyway, Bonnie is a a Welch singer, and uh, she'd be in her early 70s. So good for her. And uh, but I think the other commercial would sell a lot more. Uh, I love the bored kids in the in the front of the class. Okay, so now let's let's get rid of that and go over here to the PDFs and hear the backstory. Okay, <clears throat> so um, it turns out half the nation of of the UK, this is from Amy Houston at the Drum, doesn't understand how a lunar eclipse works. So they did give you a little class on it instead of the previous commercial, which just made it look like the cookie was irresistible, which I think is probably going to sell more cookies. So they're redoing it with the singer that made that song famous, although, and it was used in uh, Twilight, I think, the Twilight uh, Vampire series uh, in 2014. Uh, so Full Moon, Half Moon, Total Eclipse, uh, that one aired in 1999, and... Um, of the Brits believe that the that the Earth or that the Moon is round, with only 12% answering correctly that it's egg-shaped. Well, it's kind of round. You know, give us a break here. (laughs) When I look up in the sky at a full moon, it looks like a silver dollar. It looks perfectly round. And oh, by the way, whenever you look at anything, like look at the top of this coffee cup, right? See the top? Can you see? Okay, the top of the coffee cup, you say, what's that shape? It's round. You know what? It's not. What you're perceiving in the back of your eye is an ellipse, right? Not an eclipse, but an ellipse. (laughs) Your eye adjusts it. So it looks round. 
Ugh, I hate when people get hyper literal. Two thirds are were unaware that there are eight planets in our solar system. There's nine. Pluto is a planet. I'll fight that one till the day I die. Anyway, there's. <laughs> Okay, big news. Taco Bell wins the liberation of Taco Tuesday. It sounds to me like it was a settlement. I hope it was. You know, Gregory's restaurant has had the trade name for Taco Tuesday for 30 years, long before the Legos movie got got going, talking about Taco Tuesday. Um, Taco John's had the had the had the federal uh, trademark, it looks like, but. Gregory's had the New Jersey trademark. So Taco John's relinquished it to Taco Bell earlier in the year and Taco Bell had a big giveaways. The 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 co-owner of Gregory's is a guy named Gregory Gregory. <laughs> How cool is that? <laughs> what was his parents thinking? And uh you know, they seemed fairly happy to relinquish it. Probably they said you know, we can't fight Taco Bell. Um, so now any restaurant in America, if you have a restaurant, you can do a Taco Tuesday and not fear repercussions. I think that's also that the, the, the happy birthday song has been liberated. Nobody's going after anybody anymore for singing happy birthday to their customers in a restaurant. Okay. Quad plans to close its Effingham printing plant by the end of 2023. Merry Christmas. Uh, impacting 350 workers. In an interview earlier this week, Joshua Locock said Quad is hiring. And they have offered them um, they have offered them severance packages and they've also encouraged them to go to move to other quad plants. They're gonna be moving the printing. They're gonna go to more digital plants. Uh, they're gonna move this work. You know, it may, there may come a day when you can't even buy offset printing anymore. Who knows, right? Um, I I hope that the message sent by hiring Joshua isn't that uh, Quad is just going to go digital, digital, digital. And um, when they bought World Color, they were 4.5 billion. Now Quad calls themselves down here. Quad calls themselves a $3 billion global marketing experience company. You know, that's all that rebranding that uh, Joel has done. Excellent article by Michael Mickelson. Um, and uh, so we'll tag, we'll put that in the show notes, WDMA.org. We also have a uh, podcast that's up every day. And we also have it out on Google Podcasts, Shopify, no, Spotify, and Apple. Um, so here's a really interesting article by Nick Kalenda. And he he cites a study. It's called, it's funny, I'll get the name of the study. Understanding Customers Overgeneralization and, oops, I gotta, I gotta, that's what happens when you use the pen version, not the underlined e version. Okay, understanding customers' overgeneralizations and illogical references. Let's, let's go back and clean it up. There we go. I thought that was a hilarious name of a of a uh, information systems research paper. And what he says is is that 
In physical stores, the amount of space influences prices. If you've got a lot of empty space, managers need to raise price for, to pay for real estate. That isn't a one-to-one. -one. We have a grocery store near us called Sendix, and I call it a jewelry store for food. And there's all this track lighting and everything, and there's lots of gifts in a special section. Oh, my goodness. I just can't go in there because I just feel like I'm going to pay double for everything. And so I'm sure that's similar. This belief is so familiar that ironically, ironically, it's reasonable. It's perfectly reasonable. Customers apply this logic with online stores. It's perfectly reasonable that they extrapolate that. Products seem more expensive when surrounded by more padding, even though this doesn't cost anything. Also true. You know, I always found it funny that I mean, there was a study Land's End did way at the back, like early late 90s, about um, copy length. And, you know, that always mystified me that that people perceived that copy uh, or that, that people preferred no copy uh, in the on the Internet where copy costs almost nothing to produce. Anyway, researchers confirm this belief is originating from physical stores. So in a in a physical in a physical catalog, it does cost more. Um, do customers want a good price? Apply, display a tight catalog, which is often why, you know, I was employed. I could probably find these these images somewhere because I do have pictures of it. I was tasked with taking two-page spreads and making them one page because the catalog, um, it was for prior corporation. We were we relaunched a computer supplies catalog. When we started, there were only three computer supplies catalogs in the world or in the United States. When by the time we actually got in the mail, there were 60 competitors. So it was. <laughs> so anyway, the owner of Prior, Bill Prior, I think his name was, uh, wanted to look like Lands End. So it was done by a designer team, and it was all air, open air, and you know, very very beautiful beautiful office furniture and hard drive disks and all this stuff. Well, it sold okay, but but the product density was so low that it just didn't pay for itself. So I was tasked with pushing that down and doubling the product density and taking full page spreads and mushing them, uh, you know, two page spreads and mushing them down into one page, which I managed to do. And then it made some money. And then they went and bought another company that was bigger than themselves. And that put them under but anyway do customers want high quality display a spacious catalog but you know that word catalog got me thinking about actual catalogs and you know you know my favorite is Daniel over at Land's End and he's the head of design and you know they they managed to split the difference we'll we'll just pick a spread here and here they're showing a lot of product you know just the colors and they also have some product explanation and a little guide here to show you what it looks like on a person <clears throat> here a full page but and also some high density now this is high fairly well it's not that high but it's nine or ten products but the other side isn't that at all same thing here so he's getting they're emphasizing the quality by telling the story and then they're stacking up the products to show you the colors excellent I just love this I love the design because there's still room for stories and there's also some, now this is super high density. See, there's a whole clutter of products. And on this side, there's lots of colors stacked up. And I thought, well, I wonder what 
since you know we're talking about here, we're talking about e-commerce catalogs, digital catalogs. Okay, we're talking about that. I wonder what the Lands End catalog looks like. And so uh, if I go over here, I actually put up the men's section. Let's see if I can get that to work. Here's men's, the men's area. Yeah, 40% off. Don't forget Ay all this stuff. And they really have some interesting, I, I did this on my desktop, you know, so it was bigger. Let's see if I can get to the top of the page here. It took me to the bottom. There you go. Okay, now in the one that I was using in the Firefox, um, oh, it's interesting. It's Internet Def Windows Defender has blocked some features of this of this page because at home when I was looking at it, when you put your mouse over this fella here, it showed a close up of the picture. It was really dynamic. It reminded me of of Sarah Fletcher's. Um, uh, Styliquin, I think it's called, uh, that lets you do that on Shopify, lets you build a dynamic page. Yeah, these were all changing into the, not only were they changing into the, uh, into the, into the page, but the colors, 14 colors were, uh, were down below and you could just hit any of the colors. So it was a really dynamic experience, which I wanted to show you, but apparently Microsoft doesn't like it. Let's try hit and reload and see if it works. Maybe it works any better. It was really fun, and I wanted to show it to you. Well, you can't always show. But the point is, is that, is that Land's End manages to split the difference. Now, let's go back to the article, and then we'll let you go. Um, and here's an actual page which I really liked. Here's Walmart, four, four products per row. Uh, the gap was three. Land's End was four, actually when they actually got you to the products and dynamic, uh, you know, dynamic flipping and stuff. And Balencia, Balenciaga, Balenciaga, I never heard of it, um, is three across. Okay, so it's got the most space. I personally think this is a disgusting layout that is absolutely worthless. I am so much more all in for Land's End. And when I clicked on men's it brought up a an overview which it's not doing now <laughs> so it seems as though and this came up up to 60 percent off site-wide code boat i'm a little worried about that you shouldn't be given so much discounting when you got such a great catalog but anyway i might buy some more stuff okay so reloading it doesn't still doesn't doesn't change that and it was much more beautiful when I made it when it was full screen on my Ubuntu with Firefox so maybe it's just that I'm using Opera um, anyway so the oops you can't see it anyway <laughs> I'm over on the PDF so anyway I thought that was a fascinating article something to think about which doesn't mean that you should necessarily give it more space uh, you know none of the, the, these gap that layout, nothing is exciting. No people. You know, we learned earlier that from this guy, what's his name? Nick. From Nick, we learned earlier that you could cut the heads off, that this actually might make things sell more. Always test, right? Test. But if your catalog looks like this, test a few people. 
And in Land's End, they managed to, to combine both if you look at it on the right browser. Okay. And uh, so prices seem cheaper in clutter. Always true. We almost always made more money cluttering up a catalog. I hate to say it. <laughs> Test clutter. And you don't have to do all your artwork over again. You take an eight page signature and you bind it in the center and you say, you know, specials or closeouts or something. And you can design two versions of that eight-page uh, gutter signature, and you can say, okay, we're going to design one. We're going to we're going to keep the copy the same, and maybe even keep the same number of products. But one is going to have more people, more space, maybe a higher, more of a visual hierarchy, and the other one's just going to be clutter. And you deliberately just do that as a test. And see which one pulls more. Now, you better be mailing more than 100,000 pieces to get a decent test. Well, that'd be about the minimum, I would say, yeah. Okay, so you can test it economically without redesigning your entire look and risking alienating your high-end customers. Okay, we associate low prices with messy and cluttered stores. And this belief infiltrates our online shopping. You can also do it online and test it. So every other customer gets the cluttered look and see if it does better. Always test. These generalizations are only a starting point. They're only the first observation. Form a hypothesis, design a test, and figure out if the explanation works. Have a great day. Repost. I've been getting a lot of reposts. Thank you for the views. I've been getting a ton of impressions all of a sudden on LinkedIn. Uh, this past week is double everything I've ever done. Have a great day. Bye-bye.